Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Um, good morning, everyone. Um, I'm so excited to be here. I just finished a, a killer workout. I, I sprung out of bed pretty early this morning, um, and I just realized that I still have my AirPods in, actually. Is the audio good, or do you think I, that you guys think it'll be better it's if I sound a little echoey? I sound echoey? Okay, cool. All right. Let me... Hold on. The issue is here, guys and ladies, is that I'm in an apartment with no furniture. Um, so that's the situation. Um, is this remotely better? Or should I, I'll try, I'll take out the AirPods and then we'll see. All right, ready? AirPods. Is this better? Keep talking. Hello? Hello? No, Testing? keep them in, keep them in, keep them in keep and get them in, girl. <laughs> okay, keep them in. All right. I, th this audio here gives me anxiety. Um, okay, guys, I just finished a killer workout. I am so excited. And what we are going to talk about today is your why. Um, and also, I have a question for you guys because I really want to know your thoughts. I teach marketing, right? I own a marketing agency. I teach marketing, but I never know how relevant that is to most of you who are listening. So if you guys want more like tangible marketing specific advice, please DM me and I will share really any aspect of social media and marketing that you guys find interesting. I just get worried about doing that because it doesn't apply to everyone. Um, but what does apply to everyone is your why. And I, I don't know why. Um, I, I was thinking about it a lot this morning in particular, but, um, you know, a little bit of, uh, kind of a little anecdote about this. Um, I am very curious. I've always been very curious. I want to know more about everything. And when I was younger, I was in third grade, uh, and I'm, I'm Jewish. So I was in temple and the, I don't remember the context at all, 
but um, it was during Sunday school and my, my rabbi asked us what our favorite word is. And I remember I said, why? And he thought that I was asking why he wanted to know what our favorite word was. But I was saying, no, my favorite word is why. And then he said, why? And I said, because if you have that one word, you can figure everything out. You know, if, if you have that one word to ask, you can, you can discover so much. So, so, you know, there's kind of a double entendre there, right? One is, is the why of always being curious. And then on the other hand, what we're really going to dive into today for the next 25 minutes is, is your why. And um, this, this has been pretty present in my life this past year. I did a lot of work personally with a mentality coach. Her name is Jacqueline Gould, and she's very big on, on finding her why. So that was kind of in the back of my mind. And then I listened to a specific podcast episode with Dean Graziosi, and he shares his seven levels deep exercise. Also, I want to apologize for the background noise of New York City construction that's just going to be what it's going to be. I hope you guys can't hear it too much. I don't know what's going on down below, but here we are. Um, so the seven levels deep exercise, I first heard Dean Graziosi share it. Literally, if you Google it, he has a free PDF on his website. Dean discovered it um, when he was consulting with a man named Joe Stump. He used this method with his most high level clients. Um, and by going through all of these seven levels, you uncover your true why, which is the driving force that allows you to accomplish anything in your life. So I'm going to kind of use one of you as a guinea pig. Um, but you know, anyone who wants, why don't you shout out and tell me what you believe your your why is? Why do you get out of bed in the morning? What is your why behind your career, the business you're building? Someone tell me their why, please. To inspire others always. To inspire others always. Who was that? Was that Jeff? That was Jeff. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Um, okay, Jeff. You to inspire others always. What is important to you about becoming successful in that way? Uh, because I, I saw the pain that my older brother went through. Um, and because he believed people didn't care, uh, it wound up costing him his life. And I don't want that to happen to any other person that comes across with me any day I meet. That's that's an amazing why. Thank you, Jeff. Um, someone else, answer this question for me. What is important to you about becoming successful? Leaving people different. Leaving people different, Sebastian, is what you said? Yes, that's correct. Sebastian, why is it important for you to leave people different? I, I feel that I've got a gift. And uh, if you have a gift and you don't use it, that makes us a taker. And I just feel it's my responsibility to share my gift with as many people as possible. But more important, how can I make a, a lasting impact in that person's life, whether it's a conversation on an airplane, whether it's a sales call, whether it's a friend that you randomly meet uh, at a yoga class? I just believe that part of our building that legacy and passing it on to our future generations and our children is being able to show up as much as we possibly can with every interaction we have with people, which in turn leaves people different, at least in my experience. Someone else, tell me what is important to you about becoming successful? Yeah, this is Winifred. I'd like to speak. Um, my, um, I'd like to build the minority female tech talent pipeline. And my why behind that is um, the return on investment of um, being a step 
STEM professional is so high. There's an African proverb that says that if you train a man, you train the man. I don't mean to offend the men here, but if you train a woman, you actually train a nation. So I believe that the more females that pursue STEM careers and have um, and are financially independent, the more they can disrupt the poverty in their communities, the more they can train their children. So I'm very passionate about um, building the minority female tech talent pipeline, in particular for Africans. Africa has the world's youngest population in the world. So if we can build their capacity, we can actually solve a lot of problems. So I'm done speaking. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. So, so that's, so that's, so, so let's, let's, let's run through the seven levels deep exercise with you, Winifred, because I think this is going to be great. So for you, what's important about becoming successful is, you know, exactly what you just outlined, but why is it important for you to empower, uh, you know, women in poverty through STEM? Why is that important for you? And we're going to go through this just so you know, seven times. So you don't have to answer super long. We're going to get really deep here. So first, why is it important for you to empower women, um, you know, in impoverished nations through STEM? Um, because there, there, there are so many problems in society that need products and services to solve these problems. And I believe that if we have female who have an, a heart of empathy, they're able to use the concepts of human-centered design to design these products and really improve communities. Across but, but why, the why you in particular? Why, why do you, in, so this is what you want to do, right? But why is this important for you to do? How does it make you feel? Well, it's my life story because I, um, a female engineer came to my school in Lagos, Nigeria, when I was 14 and shared a career with me and with, with, this, with us, you know, it was a college and career readiness day. And I became an engineer, I have four engineering degrees. And I talk about, um, STEM, I advocate for STEM everywhere. So what I have done with, you know, with becoming an engineer, I left my country because I, I was an engineer and it opened the world to me. I've worked in different places. So I look at the impact I've made and the money I've earned because I'm an engineer. And um, I really want that to be the story for, for females who have the intellectual curiosity and capacity to become engineers. So you want to give opportunities to women who have the potential to become engineers? That's correct. Okay, and why is that important to you? Why is that important? Because I believe that engineers are change makers. They're able, they're problem solvers. So they are able to look at a problem, but not just stop at the problem. They are able to come together as a team to design solutions to solve problems. So, 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 the, so the driver behind it is really what is happening in the society, the problems in the society, developing machines that will, um, you, know, you know, just clubhouse, somebody designed clubhouse, for example, and that, that, that's a whole engineering process to look at a problem. COVID happened and they sat down and they, they thought about yeah, it exactly. and they designed Win it. Winifred, I think we're getting, I, I want to make sure, you know, to spotlight. So, so basically, I know that we're getting really, you know, in the engineering, but, but ultimately, 
ultimately I'll explain this exercise. So, so the, the exercise, the seven levels deep exercise, this is something that I run through with everyone that I consult, right? So you start first by asking what is most important to you about becoming successful. Um, oftentimes for people, you know, they say providing for their family, uh, making a difference, you know, things like that. Um, but when you go through it, right. And when you keep asking, why is it important for you to do that? Why is it important for you to do that? Why is it important for you to do that? Specifically, why is it important for you to do that? Right. If we, you know, we're, we're limited on time here, but if we continue to work through this exercise, right. Like if Jeff and I were to continue to, to go through this, like, like Jeff, let's say that we had time to, you know, to, to go through this. Ultimately, if I, be Jeff, I assume you're with me, right? I think you're here. Yes. I'm always, I'm okay. always with you, Hannah. You I have something to do. And I'm like, Hannah's up. I got to listen. Perfect. Okay. Let's do an abbreviated version. Jeff, what's important to you about becoming successful? Uh, well, yeah, to inspire others always. And, okay. Uh, and if, and if we, if we get to the root of that, right, if we, if right. we talk through your brother and, and why this is important for you, ultimately, right, we're going to get to, to some much deeper thing, even though that sounds so deep, we're going to get to a route that is to feel in control of your life or to feel like you matter or to feel like there's a reason that we're on this planet, right? Even though it often begins with the external to provide for your family, to help others, it ultimately comes back to, to something that's very fixed and very rooted in us. And when you identify your why, and you understand that and you have that in the back of your mind when you're out there building your business, there is a much greater chance that you will accomplish your goals. And sometimes, you know, it can be hard to go through seven, especially a lot of the people here are, you know, they're, they're, they're starting a couple levels deep. But, you know, often I'm working with women business owners and oftentimes they're starting their marketing agencies and they're trying to get clients. So they'll tell me, you know, their goal is they want three clients or five clients this month. And I'll say, amazing. Why? And they'll say, well, I want to build my business. I want to be able to afford X, Y, Z. I'll say, okay, great. Why? Right. And they'll say, because I've always dreamed of it. I want this apartment. I want to be financially free. I want to be independent. And I'll, I'll say, you know, oh, okay. Why? Right so that I feel competent, so that I feel in control of my life, so that I feel, you know, and, and when you get to this thing that's much bigger and you understand that, there's such a greater chance that you are going to reach your goals, right? So um, with that said, there is this man, and I'm totally going to butcher his name. Um, it's Steven. Wait, I'm going to mess it up. What is it? Hold on. I was listening to his podcast this morning. Your by the way, Hannah, I gotta say that seven uh, why by Dean like changed my life, and I like I've done the same thing. So that's it's crazy. I've never heard anybody mention that until you today. I'm like, oh my god, this girl's so in tune. So well, you were you're a hard person to do it with because you jumped to like level five. Right. Well, th that's why I don't like wasting time. I'm an entrepreneur. So I literally and I was like, oh, I'm kind of bad because I kind of I'm very rooted in my passion, my why. Right. The purpose. Right. You know, I want the control to build the Kokomo tree. Like I know exactly it. Like it's what wakes me up. Right. And so I am so mission driven. So when you get people to that mission uh, and they they know their why, then, you know, then it's a, it's a game changer, which is what you do so well. And yeah, it's, it's definitely. Um, you know, it's definitely a very notable exercise. So, yeah, that's why I'm talking hey. to you because I, I kind of know it, you know. Yeah, Kim. this is Kim. Hey, hey, Anna. Uh, Kim Walsh-Phillips here. One way to dive deeper when they start that deep is to ask, 
why is that your mission? Right. So then you go even farther. Okay. And when they go farther than that, you say, why is it important to you that that mission gets accomplished? Where does that, then you go the next thing, where does that come from? Because if they are going deep from the start, you want to get to the root of it. And having had the blessing of hearing your story a few times, Jeff, I know like the incredible story that brought you to be an entrepreneur and like getting to the depths of that is what fuels you, which would then say more about what that place is. But when you get to the heart and essence of the origin of the why, it's really trying to get to the origin of the why. That's when you can trigger in them the reason why they need to do it is greater than the fear that they have now against doing it. So yeah, great conversation and it is so important. It's always the other way to look at it too is like, what's the question behind the question? When they ask you a question, when you go to sell someone something, if they say if it's time or it's money, oftentimes, most of the time, it's not time or it's not money. There's something else behind it. So it's asking them why, why does that exist behind them? And then you keep going down deeper in that, but it's so big to help them because you can't help them unless you uncover what it is that is important to them in the first place. Thanks for bringing up this conversation, Hannah. I appreciate you. Of course. I appreciate you. And um, so, so Simon Sinek, I don't know why his name slipped my, my mind. I was listening to him speak earlier this morning there's an amazing podcast if you literally just look up on the podcast app your why um one of his podcasts comes up he was featured on on nike trained and it's great but um ultimately he's done a ton of work surrounding your why he is a ted talk that i'm sure most some of you have seen um and and he you know he explains your what versus your why right your what is uh, sorry, <laughs> yeah. Th there's there's what we do, which are are the jobs that perform we perform and the things we do, and then there's how we do it, which are our strengths and the things that make us stand out. But those are different from our why, right? Like my strengths, you can say that I'm I'm a leader and I'm driven and I'm creative. That's that's not my why. That's that's how I do what I do. My why, our why, is why we get out of bed, why we do what we do. And that is separate from results. Results are things like making money and getting a promotion. That's not your why. Your why is your purpose, your cause, and your belief. And Simon believes that our why is fully formed by our teenage years. We only have one why and you can't change it right? So go through the patterns in your life. And that's where, as Kim was just saying, you can really get to the root. And there's this fun exercise you can do. And I actually just did this uh, about half an hour ago with one of my best friends. Um, Simon, you know, suggests that you, you call a, a really close friend. This can't be a relative and it can't be a spouse, but like a best friend, someone that you could call in the middle of the night. And you call them and you say, why are we friends? And they'll give you, you know, they'll be like, what? Like, like my best friend Sammy's like, Hannah, come on. Like, like, what is this? Like, why are we friends? I don't know. We've been friends our whole lives and I love you. And I'm like, yes, okay. And then, and then Simon says to ask, no, what? The word what is it about me that makes you know that I'll be there no matter what? right? And then she, she goes on and on. And then you have to play devil's advocate and say, well, isn't that true about any friend? What is it about me specifically? And she's like, no, that's not true about any friend. Da, 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 da. And then you have to say, well, that's true about any close friend. Like, seriously, what about me specifically? And eventually they'll get kind of annoyed with you and they'll pause. And then they'll start describing the way that, that you play a role in their lives. And they'll, be, they'll start talking about themselves. And, and then you'll have an emotional response and that's your why, that's your value to the world, right? So then Sammy starts talking to me about how that isn't true of any close friend, that she has this, this close group of, of 
people that she calls her true blue and they're the people that she can count on no matter what that have their that have her best interest at heart above all else and and she goes on about how i make her life exciting and you know so on and so forth and 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 that's an exercise that we can all do to, to help us discover our why right um, because we all want to feel safe and we all want to provide for our families and we all want to be part of something bigger, but our whys are all different. And a lot of them are rooted, rooted in childhood and things we experience that we never want to experience again, or things that we're trying to, you know, flee from or things that we're trying to build off of. And, you know, for me, I'll tell you my why. Um, and part of the reason why Sammy said that is because I grew up with a very, very small family. Um, I have never really actually shared my like family story on, on Clubhouse before, but like briefly, there was a lot of, a lot of loss, a lot of death. I don't have any contact with my dad's side of the family. Um, my mom has one sibling who passed away. I only have two cousins on that side. All of my grandparents have passed away. So my family is basically my mom. Um, and, and I have a sibling that has mental illness. So very, very, very small family. But I grew up as part of a group of friends that are essentially my family, and all six of them have nuclear families, which is not the way that it has to be, of course. But I grew up watching them do all of these things with their families. And, you know, as I went through childhood, more and more members of my family passed away. And it just, all I ever wanted was to build my family. Like since I was a little kid at 11, 11, I wish for healthy kids one day. Right. So my fam, my, my, my why is, is, is that right. So everything that I work for is for God willing, my future children. Right. And, um, I didn't really, and I knew that in the back of my mind, but I didn't truly understand how intensely that was my why until I had this epiphany uh, uh, probably a month and a half ago. And I was having a really hard day. I was, I was stressed about this move to New York. I was questioning if I was making the right decision. Um, I was having a hard work day. I was in relationship. There was just like everything was kind of going awry. And I was at my mom's house, the house I grew up in, and I have this, this, this loop that I walk, and it, like it's you know a couple of miles, and I walk past my favorite house in the town I grew up in, this gigantic, beautiful house, and my whole life I've always like drooled over this house, and you know hoped that one day it would be mine. Like who knows if it'll ever be on the market or you know whatever, but that that's like my fairy tale. And I'm not a crier, but I was so overwhelmed with life that day that I was like kind of shedding a couple of tears while I was on this walk. And I looked, I turned the corner and I look at this house and I, I just, the tears started flowing because I realized, and I have chills talking about it, how far away in that moment I felt from that house, which represents my why, right? It's not the house. It's that every time I see that house, I envision a driveway full of cars of our cousins and family and, and all of this stuff that I desperately want that I didn't have growing up, right? Um, I grew up with a single mom that worked seven days a week and, and there wasn't huge family things and, you know, family friends. I, I didn't have that. Um, so, so that's my why, right? And, and when I, and when Sammy says that, you know, I, I put others 
before myself. Like I am the epitome of a ride or die. And I, I now know that I add that value into people's lives because I so desperately want to, you know, to, to give to others without limit to, to, to be close to, you know, it's, it's that, it's that feeling of, of wanting what I didn't have and treating my friends like my family. And that's, you know, really why I am that way. Um, that's why I work so hard to, to build the life that I want and to create it and, and to never have to depend on, you know, circumstance or, you know, anything. I, so that's my why. Um, and everyone has, has a different, a different why. And ultimately when you have that in your heart and in your mind, there's such a greater chance that everything that you want will come true. Right. I, I had my, I talk about my therapist often and, and yesterday, you know, I'm like, I don't know why all this is happening. It's so crazy. She's like, Hannah, you're doing it. You're relentless. Like you're relentless. Like you, you like sink your teeth into something and you do not let go. Like you're building this life. And I, I realized I'm like, yeah, you know, there are coincidences and the universe does amazing things, but ultimately you have to do the work and have complete commitment to the life, the exact life you want to build for yourself. And of course, sometimes the things that you pray for and manifest, you know, don't, don't happen the way that you that you ask for, but usually it's because things will work out so much better. But, um, you know, having your, having your why your, your, your true why in your soul with conviction will get you there so much faster than just kind of haphazardly floating through life. So, um, I, I challenge all of you to do that exercise with a friend and to complete, um, that, that seven levels deep exercise, really sit down and be honest with yourself. You know, you can start out, um, by asking yourself what is important to you about becoming successful or why do you want to become successful? And then just ask yourself, all right, why is that important to you six more times? And ultimately you'll get somewhere much, much deeper. Um, so that's all I wanted to share. I have about three more minutes in case anyone wants to ask a question or chime in, but that is your why. Yeah. I have a question here. Ah. Hey, it's Sebastian. So, uh, in great topic. You absolutely crushed it. And Simon was the first thing I thought of, and I'm glad you brought him up too. That uh, his one of his most famous quotes literally changed my life probably six years back, which is, pe people don't care about what you do; they they care why you do it, and that completely changed my entire perspective on what I would do and how I would show up for my clients uh, in the world of podcasting. But, but my question, Hannah, is I get asked a lot, how do you know what your why is? How do you define that why? Can you, can, can you give me a why? And obviously we can't create someone else's why. That's a, that's a one-person job. But I'd be curious to hear what your feedback is uh, when approached with that. I'm sure you've been asked this before. Um, as far as creating your why, defining your why, figuring your why out, if you haven't currently yet arrived there. I think what's hard is that we're so, and this applies to a lot of other things beyond this topic, we're so used to our own mindset and our own experience that sometimes we don't realize what actually makes us unique, right? Our why is not some equation we have to figure out. Your why already exists within you and it's kind of just like uncovering it, right? So for me, 
I didn't really realize that it wasn't normal for most people starting at age eight or nine to, you know, look at the I make 11, 11 wish every day to, to wish at 11, 11 for healthy kids. Right. Most people aren't focused on that yet. Most people know that one day they want to have a family, but most people aren't fixated on wanting one. So I think helping people discover the patterns and what they truly want in their heart of hearts is how to do that. For some people, maybe they've never felt like they had control of their life ever. Right. So for them, their why is having control over their finances, never having to answer to anyone and, and never being able to be fired. Right. My mom's why she had multi she, her. I was kind of multifaceted. One was always being in control, never being able to be to be fired. And she also she runs art festivals. She loves her, her, the other why specific to her business is inspiring communities through art and giving artists places to show and sell their work. But like really in her heart of hearts. She needs to be in control and she never wants to feel, she never wants to be fired ever. That, that, that was her why. For, for some people, maybe they grew up never feeling respected, right? A lot of it has to do, I believe, with, with what we grow up lacking, truly. And that's not, that's not, that's not going to apply to everyone, but it's that pattern, right? What are you chasing? A lot of people, I think, will have themes of family, safety, control, respect, admiration, love, right? Financial stability. Um, and ultimately, financial stability is never about money. It's being able to give child your children what you didn't have. It's being able to be in control of your life, not feeling like someone else can ever take something away from you. So, so I think it's really important to, to analyze your life and look at those patterns and, and, you know, maybe try to, I, I never am a fan of comparing, but in this situation, you know, maybe compare, is this something that I, that, that maybe I'm doing that not everyone else is doing, like I did with the 11-11 thing, and that might be a good indicator that it's your why, but that's just my two cents. Hey, hey Anna, this is Paul down at the bottom. Um, I actually went through Simon Sinek's why, Discover Your Why course, and uh, it's awesome, and it digs really deep into your life, your childhood, your past, to find the common themes throughout that really discover your why. So I know you don't have a lot of time, but I just want to tell you, the course is amazing and you're spot on. So this is all I'm going to see. Yeah, I, I, I really want to do it, actually. So so thank you for that feedback. Um, all right, I don't want to run over time. Who, who's next? It's Andrew, right? Am I wrong? I could be wrong. I never know anything. I'm here, Hannah. I can take it from you. That was amazing. <laughs> thank you guys so we much. We love you. I will I'm be sure back here today next being like, why? 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 Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.